Okay. Whoa. All right. Um, yeah, talk and see how it sounds. Or I'll see how it sounds. Okay, cool. Um, is this like a good distance from my face? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> we got a theory. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. If magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what really goes on. But I've seen miracles in every way, and I see miracles every day. Oceans spanning beyond my sight, and a million stars way above them at night. You don't okay, have to be we're recording. Our order is placed, um, <laughs> so we'll be able to try the Grimace Shake whenever this Dasher, because I used DoorDash. Oh wow! Today. <laughs> Fuck Grubhub. <laughs> I'm no longer an employee of Grubhub. I have a lot of explaining to do since I last recorded, or I'll say since I last released an episode, I, yeah, yeah, got laid off. Um, Also went to Alaska. Also went to Texas and California. Um, I had some other episodes recorded, but... Whenever I got laid off, I, you know, had to give them my work computer back. And I had thought I had transferred all these files to a drive so I could use them on a different computer. But uh, I didn't do it right. So Damn. I, I know. Grubhub stole your podcast episodes? Yeah, they stole like three That's of them. so fucked up. <laughs> There's three that are just lost. One was with my brother-in-law, who's a pharmacist. We talked about Ozempic. And then I did an HIV episode and a Taylor Swift episode. Damn. Yeah. It's like I... Ultimately, have to take responsibility for not releasing them more quickly, and that uh, desire to edit them to perfection has been my downfall for just staying on a steady release schedule. So, anyway, I can. Do you think? Do you think Big Brother was involved in in keeping these podcasts off the airwaves? <laughs> do you think you're being censored? By... I think the question is which episode was the <laughs> one that they were most concerned about? Because yeah. that's a given that they had yeah, their hands think, in this. And do you think that Grubhub is a is a? Oh, it's like very hard for me to give the people at Grubhub credit for like competently solving problems and targeting things that they want to address and then successfully doing that. So I'm led to believe that uh, they were more so, I don't know how you would say, like a useful idiot in the grand scheme of this uh, war in my mind. I bet it was the Ozempic episode because, you know, Grubhub is, like, food stuff. That's such a good point, yeah. Ozempic is, like, kind of anti-food. Yeah, totally. It's a bit at odds. I see your point. Yeah, Big Food doesn't want us to get Ozempic. Oh, my God. I'm always fighting with Big Food. (laughs) Like, breakfast? That's so made up. Like, as a meal. I love Big Food. I'm I'm Big Food pilled. (laughs) (laughs) You're Big Food pilled. That's that's what they're calling it now. They got me. I'm eating three times a day, mm. <laughs> sometimes four. Yeah, I had a uh, bowl of cereal earlier. That's it so far. But that's not like um, 
that's like a executive dysfunction thing, not mm. like a health thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, what else? Um, I am gonna try and release on a regular schedule. So fingers crossed that that works out. And uh, damn, I feel like I have so much to talk about with the solstice just passed. Yeah. Big day for the sun. Big day for the sun. <laughs> yeah. Were and you in Alaska for the solstice? Yeah. Like super, super long day? Yeah, definitely. So I was on a cruise ship uh, during the solstice and was along the coast of Alaska. And we did a stop in Juneau that day. Um, and I opted to just stay on the ship at the dock or what did they call it, at the port, and just was, like, in the hot tub ordering pina coladas to the hot tub. Perfect. Yeah, that was my day. How long was it? Like, 20 hours? Yeah, so, uh, let's see. Yeah, I think, well, if I had been in Denali, it would have definitely been 20 hours. Uh, So it was interesting, like, when we were more north, the daylight was a lot longer like on the 19th or the 18th Mm. of June because at that part of the trip we were very north and then we were going south so on the solstice we ended up getting like maybe like more like 18 Mm. hours because the difference in latitude made such a impact I guess on that's crazy yeah. That it, like, swings that much when you're up there. Yeah. I know. It's... Okay, so is this is this a good tie-in? How do flat earthers deal with um, the sun? I was just going to say that because it, it really, like, does not make any sense. Yeah, but also, like, the reality doesn't make any sense either. Yeah, I guess. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I can explain what scientists want me to say, but I also, like, don't understand gravity. Like, I was, like, trying to look up, like, projections of what they think, like, the movement of the sun looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just, like, they don't, they don't check out, like, even a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, like... <laughs> they weren't studying, studying the sundials. Like they weren't we were. studying the sundials. It's, like... If the Earth is flat, then the sun is, like, always on top of it. But then, like, it should be day everywhere all at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense that... How would the sun be, like, shining in America and not in China on any given day if it was flat? Right, like, if a flat earther had, like, a cousin who lived in Australia and they called them on the phone from here and they were like, it's night here... Would they just be like, you're lying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe because... Well, okay, well, it, the reason that we have that is because of the rotation of the Earth, right? The s- it, when it's night, the sun is on the other side of yeah. the Earth. Yeah. Or that's what they what Big Sphere wants you to believe. Right, Big Sphere. <laughs> I saw one projection that was like, the sun is like sort of like a spotlight. So it's like what would the sun have to look like for it to work 
that way. Well, like, I guess you know nighttime I mean? like, is just a shadow. Like a globe, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like if the sun is a sphere, maybe the sun's not a sphere. Maybe the sun is shaped like a spotlight. <laughs> yeah, like the Pixar, like, doing, doing, doing. Right. <laughs> That's the sun. I think the real thing is that they don't actually have an answer. Like I was listening to, I was listening to a podcast today from a flat earth guy and he was like, look, we're never going to know the truth. All I know is that the people Mm -hmm. who say it's a sphere are lying. (laughs) I think that is a good summary of their relationship with logic. It's less about, uh, explaining the world and more about, um, accepting that we don't know. But that's the part of flat earther theory that I really uh, resonate with is um, the idea that it's like actually none of my business if it's flat or spherical. And I don't think I will ever understand any of these things. And it's not my job to try to understand these things the same way like evolution is not something that I need to understand or creation is not something I need to understand that's beyond my capability as a human being. Yeah. But I kind of feel like the earth being round, like you could understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. people figured out that the I earth don't. is round like like thousands of years ago without <laughs> without computers or even like like modern mathematics. You know what I mean? They were figuring it out with like like uh a telescope or like not even a telescope you know like they figured it out with like no tech at all <laughs> who's they i guess you're it was right like what was Greek, it copernicus Greek or philosophers something? way before copernicus okay copernicus like sort of like proved that we that we were rotating around the sun but there oh, were okay. greek philosophers like fifth century bc who hypothesized that the earth was a sphere and then there were mathematicians that accurately calculated the circumference, like not long after. Interesting. Were they using well? Uh, were they using shadows and shit to do that? And like, we're looking at the sky and like. I don't know how they got the circumference. I know that sailing voyages that went around the Earth. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Like pretty, yeah. pretty early on. So they like had maps charting their progress along. Right, and then. Some of the ones that I saw were, like, like one example that I saw was, like, they noticed that when a ship leaves harbor, you can see the body of the ship disappears before the top of the sails because it's going around the curve of the earth. So I was just on a boat. Let me see if this tracks for me. The body of the ship, dis- the, the part that's underwater. Like, or... like the, like, body of the boat, like uh-huh. a sailboat. yeah. If you're looking at it, like, leave port, leave, leave, leave. Oh, okay, okay, okay. you lose sight of the body of the boat before you lose sight of the top of the sail. And they hypothesized that it was because it was a sphere and it was going and over... the tall part. The tall part is still visible because it, it, uh-huh. hasn't, it hasn't gone over the curve yet. Yeah. And now, if I was there, like, pre-tech, I think I would have been on board with people that were you know boots on the ground yeah looking at the horizon but the podcast i saw today was like was saying that they like have proved that that's not true because of like 
cameras or something. Like they have like camera proof that that doesn't work. Oh. But I'm kind of like, I don't really understand. I mean, it. I would have to do it myself, you know? Yeah. He said that there was a YouTube video, but it got <laughs> deplatformed. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I think our Grimace meal is here. Um, Holy shit. Answer this real quick. Hello. Oh, okay, awesome. I'll come get it right now. Okay, now that I don't work at Grubhub, I have to say, their delivery is so slow compared to some of the others. <laughs> this DoorDash order was so fucking quick. That was like maybe 15 minutes from pressing order to getting it in my hands. And I didn't have to like pay for express delivery or anything. It was a good deal. And it was always kind of embarrassing to say I worked at Girl Pop because I knew that their shit kind of sucked, but now I don't have to pretend. Yeah, you should do another episode, a Grubhub conspiracy ep- episode. Yeah, I can take them down with. Well, actually, let me like get my severance check first. <laughs> And thank you for suggesting the Grimace meal. It feels very conspiratorial. Like, they just, like, some marketing team just, like, implanted Grimace into our brains. And now everyone is Grimace-pilled. Yeah, they, like, retconned us. And, uh, or the Mandela effect. Is this, like, grape? What is this? Um, yeah, it does kind of taste like an artificial, grapey... It tastes like uh, a, like a certain melted candy that I can't put my finger on. Huh. God, it looks like he was put in a blender. That was sort of my first instinct. Yeah, they just blended up Grimace. Mm-hmm. It's a little grim to make his birthday shake the same color as him. Yeah, I agree. Like, imagine if you got, like, a flesh-colored birthday cake. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> I was going to say similarly, like, remember when Travis Scott did his, like, uh, special, I think it was a McDonald's combo that, it was not special colored, it was just a meal that he liked, which would make sense. Right, whereas Grimace is like, have a little piece of meat in a shake. Yeah, (laughs) like chickens don't eat scrambled eggs for breakfast. They They actually do. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Chickens will eat... Chickens are pretty, like, omnivorous. Like, they'll eat eggs. They'll eat each other. Like, they're, like, oh, okay. pretty, like, gnarly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe Grimace is similarly okay with eating his own. Yeah. People, like, farmers will, like, will scramble eggs and feed them back to their chickens. Damn. Thank God you're here <laughs> to correct me. Yeah. Um, Chickens, they don't care. They'll eat anything. Or at least, like, some breeds. So, you were here last time um, when we discussed daylight saving time. We did get a little bit into flat earther stuff, but now we have a whole episode to explore that. And uh, I do have one voice note response from, like, March 20th. I guess that was shortly after Daylight saving time. If, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's been like three over three months, but um, we're going to get to it. We're going to answer the question. So I don't even remember what it says, but we're going to find out. 
Hello, Qtanon. It's Mondo again. I thought it was interesting when you said flat earthers are Christians who think worshiping the sun is heresy. I was under the impression all religions worship the sun ultimately. Could it be that flat earthers are worshiping a false god? Thank you, Mondo. Long time listener, second time caller. That is a good point. Uh, and I don't know if it's true that all religions worship the sun. I do think that it depends on like the interpretation of scripture. And that's where you get into this flat earther dovetailing with Christianity is when you find verses that um, talk about God's creation. And um, I would have to, I need to find actually, I, I might pull some scripture up in a little bit. It's going to take me a second. But then the other part of the question, are flat earthers worshiping a false god? I mean, maybe. I'm a sun worshiper for sure. Um, it's interesting. I, I was listening to a flat earther podcast today and they were like, all of these cultures had like a conception of a flat earth, like not just Christianity. But I'm sure that a lot of those cultures that they were citing actually were sun worshippers. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, of course you're worshiping, not worshiping the sun, but you're revering the fact that it provides life, understanding that like plants grow from the sun and that is part of what keeps you alive. And that is, you know, God's gift to you to be able to live. Um, however, I think the difference is thinking that the earth or the, uh, that the sun exists for the earth versus the earth just happening to revolve around the sun and the sun being like cosmically more important than the earth. And that like, we're, you know, like what, what is that? The answer to that? Like, <laughs> I think the yeah, the flat earther would cite the Bible as saying that the sun rotates around the earth. Not the other way around. Yeah, because we're the point of right. creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other parts of creation exist to serve us in a way. Yeah, the sun was put there to create night, day, life, however they wrote it. Um, and it's secondary in importance to the earth itself. And the rotating... I don't think was like a huge like thing that they got hung up on. It, it was just like part of the reason that we're able to exist, but I don't know. Yeah. The guy I was listening to today believes that the moon is generating its own light and that sunlight is warming, disinfectant, like beautiful, perfect light. And that the moon is like putrid, cool light. Yeah. And he spent a lot of time talking about like how, like explaining why you could see the moon and the sun at the same time. It was very confusing. It was like a weird rabbit hole. I think basically what he's trying to get at is that I guess like the the moon's light coming from the sun doesn't check out with the flat earth thing so he had to like mm -hmm. the moon has to have its own light because otherwise it wouldn't work 
somehow. I mean, I don't understand the moon. I mean, I understand that, like, what, it's reflecting the sun back to us. Yeah. The eclipses and stuff. Yeah, the stuff with tides is also really crazy. Like, the Don't moon. even, yeah, that's where I really get lost. <laughs> I think I could, like, if I put my head to it, explain the difference between a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. Like, I've understood that at some point in my life. But tides and gravity don't make sense. Yeah, gravity is crazy. I'll give it to the flat earthers. Right. How does the water stay in? (laughs) Yeah, I'll give it to them. Gravity is, gravity is weird. But also like, it's kind of like pretty observable. You know what I mean? Like even on a flat earth, there would still have to be like gravity, like pushing down on things. You know what I mean? Like gravity is like still a force, even on a flat earth, I think. Yeah. I'm also thinking about the ocean and how the water you know, is there, it's, it's filling its surface of whatever, whatever the fuck's down there, the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened. Yeah. Part of what we just said didn't get recorded. Okay. I, you know, heard about this story when I was on this cruise ship in Alaska and felt very strange that this new story about a ship and an ocean voyage was happening at the same time that I was doing my own ocean voyage. Yeah. And that felt very strange to me. And I kind of just ignored it because I wanted to be in the moment of my own journey uh, in Alaska. But uh, I know a lot of other people got heavily invested in trying to figure out what happened and if these people were going to be rescued somehow. Yeah, it was such a spectacle. And then, like, the U.S. Navy's, like, surveillance system picked up the sound of the submarine imploding within hours of it launching, had heard the implosion, but then, like, let everyone keep looking for it for, like, days. I guess, like, just in case it was something else. But, like, basically, like, the Navy knew that the sub was gone like right away and we searched for it for like they searched for it for like days yeah that's expensive that's like the opposite of keep calm and carry on it's stay panicked and disrupt everything right they spend so much money looking for like those six people i don't know i saw a lot of comparisons to like the way that the coast guard in europe responded to like refugees on ships and they're just like let them drown, you know what I mean? And then they spend, like, all of this money and effort searching for, like, six rich people who are really dumb. Like, it's, like, so fucked. Uh, I saw James Cameron chiming in. He apparently is quoted saying that the captain of the Titanic could have saved everyone by having them... uh, evacuate onto the top of the iceberg ahead of time. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So that's been in my head. And then none of this would have happened. Yeah. Yeah, actually. (laughs) Actually, yeah, there would be no reason to go down there. If they just listened to James Cameron. (laughs) I was thinking about Flat Earthers and, and like NDAs. Like I was thinking about like... Like, the, the, like, whole... There must be, like, hundreds of people at Google who work on Google Maps. You know what I mean? 
And, like, can you imagine, like, the NDAs that they would have to sign if yeah, the Earth yeah, yeah. was actually flat? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if the Earth was actually flat and they were, like, trying to make, like, navigation software and they mm-hmm. were, like, <laughs> you, like, go into work and they, like, make you sign an NDA and then you watch a video about how the Earth is actually flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you have to, like, but you have to make this, like, software that makes it look like... Right, that, that keeps up the lie, that holds up the Right, you have to, like, lie. simultaneously, like make software that successfully navigates with GPS and then also like fake it spherical or something. Yeah. Okay, let me get let me get into my best defense of flat earthers. Okay. Um which I don't think would require NDAs in this context because I am basically going to argue that there are, you know, dimensions that we are incapable of perceiving. Hmm. There's this movie based on a book that's also very old, like centuries ago, called Flatland. And it's about a two-dimensional world where there are these little characters that have uh, different shapes and they're all two-dimensional. And they don't have the ability to perceive, I guess, height. So that it's like the length and the width. And they can barely even tell what each other are because you can only see another shape from the side. Right. So you would have to see them like spin around to understand if they were a triangle, a line, well, I guess I don't think any of the characters were lines, but just the way that this logic is going is okay. Like one dimension is a point it has no length or width. It's just, wait, no, that's zero. Sorry. Zero dimensions is a point. It has no length or width. It's actually just like a location yeah. on like a graph or something. That's zero. One dimension would be like length line. Two dimensions would be a square. And then we're three dimensional creatures um we also can perceive movement and time but we can only perceive time as a point so the next dimension i think is time i think so if the fourth dimension is time as we're able to understand it and uh then beyond that you have not just time as a point on a line but time as a line itself that you can perceive the past and the future all together as one thing that you can look at. Right. And then the next thing above that would be multiple variations of reality and the future and the past that all are spread out together. So kind of like different parallel, not parallel universes, but parallel timelines that uh, are all kind of able to be perceived together. And then the further you go, you're getting into dimensions that are like creation or beings that have the ability to interfere and decide what happens in time. And it's like very much beyond our comprehension. The same same way that like God is beyond beyond our comprehension. Yeah. Um, So... Looking at the conversation around, like, the Earth and its shape 
And I mean, yeah, we understand it to be somewhat like a sphere. I guess my appreciation for flat earthers, some of them at least, definitely not all of them, but some of them just appreciating that we don't actually have the capacity to perceive the majority of the universe. There's that's kind of like their thing though is like it's only what they can perceive. Like things only exist that they can perceive, right? I think they're kind of like don't listen to the science like it's yeah, only yeah. What, like listen to what you can see. Yeah, I I would I can see what you're saying. It's like understand the things in front of you. I mean, yeah, don't listen to the science. I understand that, but it's not saying like don't go out and do your own scientific experiments. It's just don't trust other people's interpretation of the world, like because they are not perfect and are not like actually capable of accessing truth. So it's too pe- it's like too much weight is put on the ability of like the scientific community to know what the hell's going on and. I'm going to, like, find this freaking Bible verse that I wanted to pull up earlier. But um, while I'm doing that, like, in this Flatland story, allegory, whatever, there's a character that all of a sudden has contact with a three-dimensional thing. Mm. And it's a sphere. And there are other characters who have also witnessed this like being that was more than they were and they get very like ostracized and um, pushed to the side. They're not allowed to speak about what they saw. And then, but how would they, they wouldn't even be able to perceive it. Well, it's sort of like how would a human perceive an angel, you know, Mm -hmm. like we can't, but you have encounters that leave you understanding that, something beyond you made contact with you. Yeah. Uh, at least that's how a lot of religious people speak about angels. And then I think, yeah, I think like the sphere in Flatland becomes this sort of God, but it's a forbidden God because it would disrupt their, like the structure of their society somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if we're, already three dimensions and you're just using this as a metaphor god is somewhere like in the sixth or seventh maybe i don't know maybe further yeah and then maybe like one below that or two below that you have angels and then you have like prophets who are humans that are able to somehow make contact with something more divine some other yeah prophets maybe they just ate some mushrooms and were able to perceive something And then they, you know, are eternally preserved in the Bible as the most wise (laughs) people of their time. Did you see the one about, this is only sort of related, did you see the one about the digestive systems of two-dimensional creatures? What? No, I don't think so. They would have to eat and shit out of the same hole because otherwise their digestive tract would, would cut them in half and they would be two separate oh, things. Oh, God. Yeah, they'd be bisected. Yeah. I've not seen this, but yeah, and that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense to me. 
I guess, yeah, they, that they didn't explain. There was a lot of, like, like two-dimensional, three-dimensional creature discourse happening on TikTok. I'm, like, outing myself as, like, an insane TikTok person, but... I'm looking at the map that is of a square and stationary Earth. What? Square? Yeah. And it says... And it has these scriptures at the bottom. I'm, like, trying to zoom in to read them. Okay, I'm going to read some scripture. Um, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed. The world also shall be stable that it be not moved. I'm like zooming in. That's why I'm having such a hard time here. Uh, so far, this is not super compelling because it's like, you know, the world being created in seven days thing. It's like things can be a metaphor. Things can be said in a non-literal way. I think the other one is about angels standing at the four corners of the earth. Oh, the guy I was listening to earlier was talking about how, like, the origins of the word extraterrestrial and it not being about not from Earth, but being, like, beyond the ice wall. He was talking about how, like, extraterrestrials are just, like, beings that are beyond the ice wall. And I'm sure he could have been talking about angels. I don't think he, like, elaborated, but, you know, like, he had some good points. I, 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 there was something that I had to give it to him. He was like, I wrote some down. Okay, okay. Um... He said the New York Times is a CIA mouthpiece, which <laughs> I kind of agree. Yeah, I'm um, following. And then he was really anti-George Bush, which I thought was really interesting. He was, like, talking about how all of these wars, like, were were kind of bullshit that the government, like, pushed on us for their own benefit. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, Oh, yeah. I was so with him on that one. Yeah, distrusting authority is my shit so i i love that i kind of I, I kind of lose him at like how the like the wall. government being the one who's perpetuating the spherical earth thing because yeah it's like the theory is like so old like the idea that like any like organization could be competent enough to carry on that that lie internationally for like thousands of years is like kind of hard for me to to imagine but i hear you I, okay yeah because if the government if we, we find out that the government lied all the time and nothing really happens we just move along and the things stay the same so i for me it's like the same way that i'll read the bible and understand that there is like in the same way that a poem is meant to be interpreted and as non-literal I, I kind of give flat earthers the same <laughs> like sure? the same like whenever they talk about the lies and the government i think it's a placeholder for like i don't know however the reader wants to interpret it um and it's never actually about what it's about but uh i haven't listened to this specific person and i'm yeah that's that's just my practice and in digesting crazy people's yeah like, you know, tangents. Totally. Um, okay, so Ice Wall. I did see it. The, la- the largest glacier in North America from my cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't 
know if that is what flat earthers would consider an ice wall. I think you weren't close enough, maybe. I don't think I was either, I to be honest. I think you're right. I don't think I got very close at all to what they think of as. I mean, just looking out onto the water, though, which I did spend a lot of time doing, I should have been paying attention to how things disappeared on the horizon. But it's also confounding. How come we can't see Detroit from here? Like when I'm out on the lake. Oh. Or like, why can't Detroit see this year's tower? You know, I went to the other side of Lake Michigan in this town and it's called New Buffalo. Anyway, and I could see this year's tower, but that's not very far. So right. I, I guess like there's a lot of things you could say, like pollution or distortion from, I don't know, anything in the air. Like uh, a mirage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A mirage that instead of hallucinating, it's a mirage that prevents you from seeing <laughs> yeah. the rest of the world. Right. I guess because I've always been, I've always had bad eyesight. Mm. So, and I've, I've always been nearsighted. So, and I actually got LASIK uh, in 2016, no, 2017. And, but I'm wearing glasses today. I actually got these today. They are correcting my vision again because uh, after like uh, six years of LASIK, I started to have trouble again reading signs that were far away or subtitles on the TV. And uh, yeah, like I've, I was born not being able to see things that are far away. So <laughs> like, like whenever you went to those points where it's like, oh, from this point, you can see seven states. Yeah, totally. I'd be like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Yeah. Like, I can't see shit. I can't even read the sign across the park. Of course, I can't see something in another state or country. With these eyes? No. But I love yeah. my new glasses, so maybe... Maybe I can. Yeah, maybe you can now. Yeah, maybe maybe my tune will change very soon. Shout yeah. out to um, the optometrist, or actually, no, that's not what he does. He's a he sells glasses. The it's called Lab Rabbit. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And it's right up the street from me. People always ask me if I got my glasses there. I didn't. He's amazing. I highly recommend it. He has a really really good selection. Good classic designs that are from manufacturers around the world that do not like a lot of the manufacturers that he carries he'll he'll be the only place in the entire United States that sells this specific like Japanese glasses Whoa. and there's another conspiracy theory the like glasses manufacturer or whatever do you know about that Mm-mm. tell me please i i i'm like repeating something that i saw but like the the thing I saw was saying that, um, like, almost all of the glasses that you can buy in, like, most optometrist's office in the United States are all from the same manufacturer. Like, no matter what the, like, like really? all of the, like, brands, like, they're just, like, it's the same it's company client. that's making them all and then licensing these different brands to put, like, logos on them. But they're they're all coming from the same... I don't remember what the name of the company was. I'm sure search for it anyway that's a different that's a different episode uh but yeah even just like looking out onto the horizon from the boat 
if I was to try and focus on, you know, like figuring out the horizon, I just know I would have been very quickly distracted by my own like awe at the beauty of God's creation. I wouldn't yeah. have ever, I would have never completed the assignment if I had tried. And that's where I kind of like sit. <laughs> I think it is it is pretty hard to like perceive I think like if you're not because you're just so used to like things being the way that they are that it's sort of hard to like pay attention to those things I think yeah that's fair I don't know I feel like for me to understand I would have to go revisiting the work that the previous person did because I just don't trust that they did it right and that their interpretations of the data are actually like sound yeah and I know that there are people like way smarter than me that do science but there's also people that aren't that smart that do science I don't know yeah but also like that's the whole thing with science is that it's like repeatable yeah well (laughs) yeah good science like they are like repeating it you know uh I hope so I don't know what's happening I'm you I'll take your word for it (laughs) And I guess, yeah, like... The, yeah, I guess you can't take anyone's word for anything. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Which, I think I was born that way. Like, not believing anything that was told to me. There's not a... I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of, like, financial incentive to uh, disrupt people's understanding of the world unless you're, um, like, coupling it with propaganda or, like, starting a cult. Yeah, or going to Mars. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah, or going to Mars. Would you go no, to Mars? Absolutely not. No fucking way. It would be terrible. There's no water there. It would be, like, living, like... I would just be, like, so bad. Like, the quality of life would have to be... Yeah, well, I don't know why anyone would want to. Like, um, literally, unless... why does Elon Musk want to go to, like... Because he wants us to believe that it exists. Like, even if we could go, like, why? Like, everything would be so much harder there. You know what I mean? Like, getting food would be harder. Getting water would be harder. Even oh if, we, if we even could get water. Even in fucking, like, Juno, which you cannot access by car. You have to do boat or plane. A dozen eggs was, like, $12 or something. Yeah. So, I can't imagine but I, I mean, flat earthers claim that all space exploration is yeah, an illusion. Yeah, completely fake. Right, because fake. there's a hard dome on the top. The firmament. The firmament. Is solid. That, okay. okay. That's in the Bible too, I guess, I think. Is that the, Tell me more. I'm going to Google this. Yeah, the, the, the firmament is above us and it's... Oh, like a snow globe. Yeah, it's like snow globe, like sort of like solid, like glass or like, I don't know what they think it's made of. Firmament Bible verse. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. Okay. Um, Let's see. I think that they use that to say that for things to be stacked like that, it has to be flat, you know, like above and below. Oh, so they they like cite that as being like, like heaven or something is up there above the firmament. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna see what else I can find. I don't know what they think about satellites. 
We use satellites for a lot of things. Yeah, but I don't understand it at all. Like, I don't understand yeah. any of that stuff. So it's not like I can. But the stuff works, them. you know? Yeah, thank God. <laughs> That's my explanation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get it, but like, the phone works, you know? The, so true. The Sniffy's, the Sniffy's map the works. The Sniffy's map works! <laughs> <laughs> I know where all the best um, cum dumps in my area are. If satellites to... aren't real, then how do I know where the cum dump is? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if any of these um, Bible verses I have pulled up can bring us back. <laughs> yeah, <And> we're getting... <laughs> <laughs> we can always use the Bible to take us to our core message here. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and okay. Uh, and God made the firmament, blah, blah, blah. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were second day. Okay, I do think at some point I'm going to have a theologist on the pod, because I've always wondered what the hell is going on with, in the Adam and Eve story, the tree of knowledge of good and evil is the tree that they were not supposed to eat from, right? Um, Or something like that. And then the knowledge that they gained from the apple is what brought all of the evil into the world. Oh, and if they hadn't eaten the apple, there would still be this sort of like utopia that was created for them. And I just cannot help but think of that as just saying ignorance is bliss like y'all don't need to be figuring all this shit out y'all can just accept it and you don't need to like go explore this you know yeah space or understand the shape of the world like don't eat that apple like don't you don't need the knowledge like what do you need it for like is that yeah. what it means i don't know if that's actually what that verse is about or is it about something totally different i mean it could be but also there's something in there about like it's like human nature to like explore and like yeah. want knowledge because like the very first woman did it. You know what I mean? And like we're all destined from then on to like want to pursue knowledge or something. You know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's always like it was so innate in humans that like the very first one did it. You know? Yeah. Is that? But is that the root of all evil? Is curiosity? Is that what like? Because that seems like there's a lot worse things you can do. <laughs> well, now there are. Now that we've now that we've sinned once, we can we can we build open up a that. whole world of sin from right. that first one. Yeah. Now we have. Did you see the this guy on Sniffies who um, was hosting a cum dump and he claimed to have taken fifteen hundred loads in twenty twenty two? No, I didn't see that. Fifteen hundred in one year. It's oh, like it averages God. to like five a day. Okay, I would guess he had certain days where he had, like, 50-plus. Yeah. And then there were days where he maybe only had a couple. Right. But... It's still an, wait, inc- an incredible feat. Yeah, honestly, 12... He said how many? 1,500. 1,500. And he's trying to beat his record this year, and he's already over 1,000. He's, like, well on his way to... Oh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to beat his record. That's oh, so absolutely. fucking gross. Ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the logistics of it are so crazy. I, like, I, I saw it and I've been, like, thinking about how it would work. 
Do you know if it is unique men or if they do? He's got to have repeat customers, I, I think. I think so, too. When you think about it that way, it seems a little less impossible, but it's still way more than I think anybody should do. I mean, not to prescribe. It's like Olympian. It's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's really, like, pushing the the capabilities of the human body, I think. Well, what, did, what do you think God thinks about it? It seems I like... Know. That's, like, a pretty... That's a pretty direct extension of Eve's sin, don't you think? I don't know, because he's not pursuing knowledge. He's just, I don't know, like, serving... Yeah. Like, you know, Jesus washed people's feet. That was so true. (laughs) One of the most intimate things a person could do, I think. Yeah. Possibly not a sin. I don't know. I mean, not any more sin than just, like, being gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, what's the difference between, like, a little sodomy and a lot of sodomy? Right. Right. Like, it's kind of the same sin. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, if you suck dick once you are the same as yeah as that guy. guy that took 1500 loads in 2022 right in god's eyes a sin is a sin um let's see i haven't talked about sundials very much i don't actually have that much to say about them except for that they only work on the spherical earth okay <laughs> can you explain it i mean it's just like all the other stuff with like like the length of the days being different. Like there's no, like the flat earthers don't have any sort of like projection of how the sun moves that like makes sense with what you can observe with a sundial. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, so, okay. With, if you have a sundial, you're comparing the way the shadow looks in like, I don't know, one season versus the way the shadow moves in a different season. Is that what they Yeah. Do? So like during the, the summer, like, for instance, I have a, a ceiling sundial in my room, mm-hmm. and so I have a mirror on my windowsill, and the sun shines down into the mirror, and then it casts a shadow, it casts a beam of light onto okay. the ceiling. And you can see during the summer, when the sun is closer, the beam of light is closer to the inside of my window because the angle of the sun is coming like more directly down, and then... And then back up at like a sharper angle. And during the winter, when the sun is farther away, the angle comes much farther into the room. Right. Like the beam of light comes much farther into the room. Right. So the Um, data here is the intensity of the sun and the direction of the the shadow. The distance of the sun from the earth and the direction. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you... I guess it's like, well, how do they think the seasons work? I guess I don't really have anything to go off of because I don't have anything to like compare what they... Well, I can't even figure out like how reputable scientists are tracking shadows to understand the distance of the sun to the earth. Like that feels crazy because, okay, if you... You can't get the distance from the shadow. You just get the angle. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then extrapolate and... But you can f- you can figure out like the time that way by just like you could just mark yeah the time of the day sure but like the season of the year I feel a little confused by is it the direction of the shadow that can tell you that you're in a different season or is it more like 
the length of the shadow. The directions are the same. It's the length that changes. And the shadow's longer in what season? The winter, because the sun is farther away. Oh, okay. That actually makes sense. Yeah. Because if I was like holding a spotlight up to <laughs> <laughs> like a grimace shake and uh, holding it close, the shadow would go like, I don't know, halfway across the table. But if I held it further away from my grimace shake, the shadow might go up onto the wall and that'd be like winter. Yeah. Yeah, like it's colder because the sun is like literally... So, okay, I'm buying this. It proves that in the winter, the sun is further away. Yeah, like the, the tilt of the... It's the tilt. I... I'm not explaining this very well. No, it's okay. I think that you, uh, I think I'm just like trying to take it one step at a time. There's also like a lot of different like types of sundials. You know what I mean? Oh, I did not know that. Well, like it, is, um, is Stonehenge basically a sundial? I think so. That has like more to do with like the solstice and stuff, but yeah, I don't know how you would tell time with Stonehenge, but early humans are doing all kinds of stuff with like casting shadows and like tracking like cast shadows throughout the year to figure out like seasons and like sure because they were they like wanted to know like how long it would be until summer came again you know what i mean yeah like if you if you didn't have a calendar you would want to know how soon it was going to be summer again you know for like agriculture and stuff mm-hmm. or even like Probably, like, even hunting and gathering, you would want to know, like, when the seasons are coming. Because if you weren't tracking the days, then it would just be, like... Yeah, crapshoot. Like, like, summer could be coming anytime. Because mm-hmm. humans don't actually, like, yeah perceive... Like, we can't keep track of things on our own that well. Yeah. Like, we need to, like, write things down like that to help us. Makes sense. And that's, those are things, like, I do feel like, yeah, we need to know. Or, like, yeah, there's a... I feel like God would approve. I don't know if that, like, <laughs> counts as eating the apple, you know? Yeah. Does it? Yeah, do you think the Garden of Eden had seasons? Or was it just always summer? Or always spring? Um, Like, all the continents were together near the equator. Well, if you believe that. If you believe that. That's scientific malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like Pangea actually really works with flat earther stuff. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It would Because then the ocean is just this it would infinite be easier thing that to you believe never get if, into. If Pangea was a thing, because then it would just be like ocean on all sides. Right. If we were still in Pangea time. Yeah. I don't think yeah, there'd be a fighting chance for the flat earthers to make their case. Right. I mean, maybe. I don't know. They would have some people, some more people on board than they do now. Yeah. Um, it's those damn ice walls, though. Where are they? Fuck. I don't know. I, I really... They won't let us explore them. I, that was the, yeah. the, the guy in the podcast was like... I've heard this one, when I think. They'll shoot you if you try to go looking for it. Yes. That is... The only reason I haven't gone to the middle of the ice wall already. Uh, where I, was my thought going? I think I was thinking about Eden again. Oh, yeah. The knowledge, the tree of knowledge. Do you think the Garden of Eden was like the whole earth was like that? Or do you think it was like uh, like a little or well, like relatively small place? 
Um, I think it was small because sea creatures were created before humans in this story. And then land creatures were created, I think, after that. And then humans came at the end. Right. And then God rested. So other mammals filled the earth before humans were sprouting up in this one garden. Right. And the garden was just one part of, like, one section of Pangea. Yeah. I think. And it probably was near the equator. Less seasons. Yeah, it's more consistent. And 12-hour days. Yeah, 12-hour, I guess, yeah, you're long, you have 12-hour days at the equator. Right. Yeah. You do. I don't know if we would fare well. Us Mm. melanin-deficient humans are not I saw something interesting about time-telling in places near the equator, and sometimes um, cultures that are located near the equator are more likely to have lunar calendars rather than solar, because the, the, the theory is that the seasons matter less, so they're more reliant on the moon and the tides, because yeah. it's more of like an ocean thing. And so like the moon is a more important calendar and timekeeping thing than the sun. That's so cool. Whereas, like, up here where there's a lot more change, the sun is, like, more important. We're going to base our culture and, like, society around seasons because that affects us more. But if the tides are changing, does that, I guess, like... I mean, they still have seasons, but it's just, like, less... The seasons are, like, less, at least, like, temperature extreme, you know? There's still, like, rainy seasons and, like, I don't know. Sure, does a tide change every m- month based on the moon? Because oh, it's like, I feel like it's also every day. Like every day the tide comes in and out. It's not quite every day because the moon is not on a 24-hour cycle. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. There's this really fucked up story. And like before I went to Alaska, I was actually following it a little bit. There was a guy who in near Anchorage was like hiking around close to the water and he got stuck in the like muddiness of this bed and then the tide came in and he was stuck. So he called the police, he had his phone, he had service, he was able to call the police. The police are on the rescue mission, but they were late. So he literally was trapped while the tide came in until he drowned. Oof. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't that the worst? Like that's actually. Well, now now we have this like Titanic disaster, to also rank as like worst ways to die. But I don't yeah. know. Neither for me, please. Yeah, neither. <laughs> Tides are so cool. It's literally the gravity of the moon like pulling at the water. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. When the water, you know, stays on the earth, is that the gravity of the earth keeping the water? Yeah, because the earth has more mass than the moon. Yeah. But water has enough, like, freedom of movement that it can be affected by the mass of the moon. Interesting. Like, the moon is... Because it's, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the moon is, like, close enough that it has some gravitational pull on water. And the reason that the ship imploded when they were looking for the Titanic is because the water on top of them was 
being pulled towards the center of the earth. Yeah. But also it's just really heavy. Like, it'd be like... Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The water... There's also just a lot of water on top of you. Yeah, but if it wasn't being pulled towards the center, it wouldn't be weighing on you. It would just be floating above you. Yeah. Right? I guess so. Like... Well, if it wasn't getting pulled to the center, then it... It wouldn't be staying put. Yeah. We wouldn't have an ocean. We would just have, like, a snow globe full of... Full of raindrops. Yeah. <laughs> the, the One of the podcasts I listened to, they were trying to explain, like, oh, like, put water around a tennis ball and spin it around, and you're going to watch the water's going to go out. And I'm like... I don't know if that's the same thing as the earth holding the ocean in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but I okay. Get what they're, I get what they're doing, I guess. I'm getting um, swayed now towards the <laughs> establishment science because that tennis ball thing really did not work for me. But I do not, I mean, like, I still don't understand gravity. Yeah. It's, gravity is crazy. It's just, like, really large objects. Things are, like, drawn to really large objects. That's, like, black holes. Like, black holes suck things in because they're so dense and yeah. heavy. We just are already touching the Earth and being pulled down to the Earth. And everything around us is not big enough compared to the Earth to have a gravitational pull because it's also being pulled down towards the earth right like except for the moon which has enough yeah. of an impact on but it doesn't have enough for the water to leave the earth you know what i mean like the water right. is still like stuck down here it just like moves it around it's like a magnet kind of just like trying to make a mustache face on that man what are they called this is a weird analogy but you're like that's what the moon does to the water it, it draws mustaches around the earth like with a magnet. What are those toys called? I might I have to cut this. There's like a um, Mr. Willy or something. Oh yeah, Wooly Willy. Oh yeah, the magnet. Okay, I have seen this. Etch-a-sketches um, are also magnets, I think. I think so. It's like the same idea. Okay. Magnets are not gravity though. <laughs> magnets <laughs> magnets are not gravity. Do you are you are you familiar with Insane Clown Posse? A little bit. That's they have a song about the wonders of the world and Oh really? Uh I might have to play it for you. Are you, you. a juggalo? <laughs> I'm a juggalex. A juggalex. <laughs> and, uh non-binary juggalo, yeah. Oh that's so inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> the juggalex community was pretty accepting. I really recently learned that there is there's some juggalo furry overlap. At work, people are talking about how there's a there's a juggalo furry crossover. Those two groups are getting stronger because of each other. Yeah. It kind of like makes sense and doesn't make sense at the same time, you know? Well, they need to take in flat earthers. I know that is like not probably the most popular group of people to welcome into your group, but I think um, it would pay off in the long run. Yeah. Flat earthers, juggalos furries and I don't know what kind of animals that they do but like you can be anything I guess you can be any any sort of anthropomorphic like uh 
mascot or like you wear fursuits or whatever. Yeah. But the leather scene has evolved a lot when into anthropomorphism recently too. Yeah. They have more and more elaborate like headgear and suits to Bears, make dogs. Even cats. Cats. Yeah. Otters. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the where you draw the line between like furries and pups. Yeah, well I think it's kind of like an individual thing, you know, there's no like board of pups that decides like what is a and is not a pup. Or like there's no like consensus, yeah. you know, there's like communities, but there's no like True. They're not like voting on like what and what what is and isn't, you know? Okay, fair. Like it's sort of like a do you think that's the same for Juggalos? I don't know. They might have a board. They might have a board. Well, it's the band, right? The band's in charge? The band probably has some say. <laughs> but they don't have all the power, if I had to guess. Okay. Have you thought of... Has, like, the idea of time as the fourth dimension ever, like, been a part of your journey, loving clocks? Yeah, I've read some stuff. I I read some, like... Some, like, sort of pop science stuff about relativity, which is a lot about, like, time and space being the same thing. Yeah, I used to have this thing where I was, like, anti-compass. Because compasses look like clocks, but they're not clocks. Oh, until you understood that but time then and I, space were the same thing. But then thing. I learned that time and space are the same thing, so now compasses are cool. Okay, that makes sense. Are not comp- that I'm going to become, like, compass lover, but I, mm-hmm. I'm, like, not anti-compass anymore. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, I think compasses use magnets. Yeah, I think they do. I was just in Vancouver, and they had a steam clock. Whoa. It was so cool. Have you heard of a steam clock? I have. They I, are. I don't think there's many in the world. I feel like my mom sent me a picture of one. I haven't seen one myself, though. Let me show you the video that I got. I mean, like, water clocks were, like some of the first clocks oh okay i didn't know that which just used like any source of running water to turn a wheel like aqueducts and stuff got it okay here's the yes this was right at the it was so pretty that's so nice i'll see if i got some more like up close stuff of it Thank you. 